Welcome to PTJ Author Interviews. PTJ Editor-in-Chief Alan Jetty talks with authors about the most interesting and sometimes surprising aspects of their work. And now, Dr. Jetty. I want to welcome listeners to this PTJ podcast. I'm Alan Jetty. I'm Editor-in-Chief of the Physical Therapy Journal, and I'm delighted today to welcome Dr. Tiago Yehus to the PTJ podcast. Tiago, welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. Dr. Jesus is an occupational therapist by background. He works at the Portuguese Ministry of Education in the aggregation of schools of Escariz, Portugal. And he and his colleagues have recently published in PTJ a really interesting perspective called Finding the Right Size Physical Therapy Workforce, an International Perspective across four countries. Tiago, I was really fascinated to read about your perspective, and I thought I would give listeners a little overview of the perspective, and then we can talk about several questions, if that's okay. Okay. The article presents a fairly comprehensive examination of the physical therapy workforce across the United States, Singapore, Portugal, and Bangladesh. And the authors deliberately selected these four countries because they contained different key contextual factors. They also present a, a very interesting theoretical model that identifies a variety of variables that they believe would most likely affect the physical therapy workforce needs. And then they look at various uh, factors in their model, such as the physical therapist per capita across the four countries, indicators of physical therapy need, financial and administrative barriers, the proportion of uh, physical therapy graduates, the role of emigration as well as immigration, as well as other rehabilitation-related professions across all four countries. And uh, they make the argument, I think, very convincingly that this framework could provide a very valuable basis in which to do a contextual evaluation of the physical therapy workforce needs in various countries. Tiago, is that a fair summary of the perspective? That's a very, very interesting summary from you. I think this brings the real glimpse of the work we have made. Let me start then with my first question. In your title and in the article, you talk about the right size workforce. What do you mean when you talk about right size? I think the right size workforce is not a bold same number of physical therapists for every country simply adjusted to population size. It refers to a certain amount of distribution of physical therapists ultimately capable of covering the physical therapy needs of the population, but within the specific context of the country. This context includes physical therapy variables, as you said, healthcare system variables, and of course financial variables as well. For example, any country and its population needs to be willing and capable to afford certain types and amounts of physical therapy services and outcomes, and with that, certain amounts of physical therapists themselves. 
However, any willingness and capacity to afford and cover physical therapy services can vary across nations and even further can vary within the same nation as well in time. So, the notion of the right-sized workforce is one dynamic, context-sensitive, which can be variable across nations and even variable in time for the same country, as the underlying conditions change themselves. That makes a lot of sense to me. Now, you and your colleagues focused on four countries, the United States, Singapore, Portugal, and Bangladesh. Could you talk briefly about why you and your colleagues selected these four countries? Well, the physical therapy workforce realities are so diverse across countries that we just wanted to provide a glimpse of it by choosing these countries. Apart from the obvious similarities, I believe that many readers will be really surprised of how variable the realities of the physical therapists are across countries, and even considering only countries of the higher income. Specifically about the four countries you have selected, they vary greatly in financial indicators and characteristics of the healthcare system and even in demography or territory. The determination of the right-sized physical therapy workforce indeed seems to partly reflect, as well as needed interpretation according to those quite different contexts we had. And what's very striking, the workforce supply is quite different across those four countries, as you had suspected. Now, in your article, you present a, a very elegant conceptual model. I really thought it was quite comprehensive. Um, how would you envision people might use that framework in the future? First of all, really, thank you for your comment. I really appreciate it. In fact, I do believe this model has comprehensive qualities, which can be further used by policymakers and researchers, and hopefully both of them in collaboration, to comprehensively analyze the physical therapy workforce situation, either locally or globally. Doing so will be highly needed, given the lack of study and development for this matter relative to other professions, such as medical doctors, nurses, or even pharmacists. One of the things that struck me when I looked at the data in your figure two, where you present the growth in number of new population-adjusted physical therapists, what struck me was in particular the growth in Portugal during the early 2000s, from 2000 to 2008. When you look at the growth relative to the other countries, it's quite striking. And obviously, this is something you probably are very familiar with, being based in Portugal. Could you talk briefly about why you think this occurred and whether or not this was something that was intentional from a policy perspective in Portugal? To my knowledge, policies for the study, monitoring, and development specifically of the rehabilitation and physical therapy workforce do not really exist in Portugal. And that scenario is common among many other countries in the globe. Nonetheless, Portugal has a relatively aged population and has assisted to some policies for extending coverage in prosecute and rehabilitation care, with the rehabilitation focus included. This has created, at that time, a higher need or at least a sense of need for more physical therapists, while there are not many before. 
As a result, a massive increase in the physical therapy graduates has occurred since then in Portugal. But perhaps more important, we do have some data showing that both the massive increase and now the more recent readjustment in the amount of physical therapy graduates in Portugal occurred more in the private than in the public education sector. You note in the article that you think this increase during this early part of the 2000s led to what you called a saturated market. What led you to conclude that the market of physical therapists in Portugal was in fact uh, saturated? It's a bit hard to say without any reasonable doubts that Portugal has exceeded the right size physical therapy workforce even compared with other countries in this sample. For example, even though our data shows that Portugal has the highest population-adjusted number of physical therapists of the sample, it also shows that Portugal did not have the highest value when rather considering the number of physical therapists and occupational therapists combined. That value was actually higher for the U.S. Besides physical therapists, assistants, at least with formal training and regulation, do not really exist in Portugal as they do in the United States. So in Portugal, physical therapists perform many high-volume, less-skilled tasks sometimes preferred by physical therapy assistants in the United States. Finally, Portugal had some of the highest indicators of needs, such as the age of the population. All of this only illustrates how we can't look at one indicator alone to help determine the right-size physical therapy workforce. We need to look at the broader picture. And to take another example, Tiago, the country of Bangladesh, where you note that it has a much lower ratio of physical therapists per population, it's in striking contrast to the picture that we see in Portugal. Do you think this imbalance is problematic? And if so, what can be done to solve this issue in Bangladesh or other low-income countries? I really believe that collectively we need to look very carefully to the situation of the physical therapy workforce in countries of lower income. The numbers of physical therapists are remarkably low for their needs. For instance, some estimations point for about 80% of the people with disabilities to live in low-income countries and only 20% in high-income countries, while the supply of physical therapists can be rather the reverse. Surely, national but internationally concerted and systematic efforts are needed to increase the production for one side, the quality, distribution, and retention of the physical therapy workforce in low-income countries by the other side. So this is a major public and global health issue which has gained really enough attention so far, and it needs to do so. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, in contrast, if you look at the pattern in the United States, we've seen a 44% growth in the number of population-adjusted new PT graduates and an increase in the PT supply of 6.5 therapists per 10,000 population. Looking at those kinds of numbers, do you think the U.S. supply is reaching or exceeding what you describe as the right size? Might we be running into a situation of saturation like you saw in Portugal? 
Well, continuous monitoring and projections about the evolution of the physical therapy workforce are certainly needed to avoid any deficits or surplus now and in the future. For the US in particular, some very recent studies of this kind do exist, and they do not really point for excessive amounts of physical therapists, even some shortage. Compared to other countries in this sample, some signs point for still current U.S. capacity to absorb more physical therapists. For example, in contrast with Portugal, we don't have any kind of knowledge of any flows of physical therapists leaving the country. But some studies indeed show influx from other countries. Sites and filled vacancies are not usually if existent in Portugal, while sometimes present in the United States. Finally, the influx of physical therapists due to retirement is expected to impact sooner in the U.S. than in Portugal or even in Singapore, wherein the bulk of the workforce is comparatively younger. Probably more important than that, the U.S. has some regions, mostly urban, will serve of physical therapists, willing, trained, and capable to work under those scenarios. But that scenario can be really the opposite for the rural and more remote areas of the country. So concluding, educational leaders as well as policy makers might be especially concerned with producing and retaining physical therapists willing and prepared to work for those underserved scenarios. So overall, in the United States, you do not see evidence of reaching saturation. Exactly. We do have some other studies showing that. And then finally, I'm interested in knowing, are you continuing this line of investigation? And if so, uh, where is it taking you? Yes, I have had that opportunity. Specifically with the valuable contribution of a few other colleagues, I was charting a set of challenges and opportunities to advance a global policy and research agenda for the overall rehabilitation workforce. This happened after analyzing both the strengths and the weaknesses emerging from the rotation workforce literature itself. While still accounting for the specificities of the rotation workforce, the goal of such interview is to help include the study and development of the rotation workforce within the mainstream health workforce research and policy. To help doing so, we are trying to publish that paper in the mainstream journal in the field of human resources for health. We just hope we can be well succeeded with that. Well, I want to wish you continued success in this very interesting line of inquiry, and I want to thank you and your colleagues for publishing your perspective in the Physical Therapy Journal. I enjoyed reading it, and I've really enjoyed talking with you about it, Dr. Yeyusus, and so thank you very much. Thank you.